At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, welcome into episode 61 of Coffee and Shell, Team of the Year edition. As myself, Sleeves, joined by Kesso and Padre, we are going to talk about the Team of the Year as well as the first event in the NHL 23 World Championship. And we've got some pretty special interviews from the two technically best players in the world right now from NA Regs and Eki from the region. You guys will see the interviews at the end. We had to record them uh, kind of earlier in the week because, well, Regs is in Vegas and Eki uh, lives uh, across the world. So Dude, this is kind of nice. We already have most of our episode done. Right? I know it is kind of nice. <laughs> it, feel, it feels good. Although that was like a three day coffee and chill. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right into team of the year. I don't care about your life right now. All right. We need to, we need to talk about the biggies either. that were released. <laughs> we got to talk about the biggies that were released. So uh, we got uh, we got six new cards. The team of the year for this year, much better than last year, just in terms of hut, um, because we had I think we had was Marshan, Ranton, and uh, and McDavid. Although we did get Hedman and car, so I feel like on the mm. back end, Hedman's probably uh, kind of missed. But the three forwards were pretty uh, pretty ridiculous this year um it does they went away with the position locking and we got matthews mckinnon and mcdavid so we'll start with you padre what was your initial reaction to all six of the selections did they get it right or oh 100 and it just it's the best three four is probably well I, like i can't say that because dry is really can you guys hear the Roomba? <laughs> it came it just, on for like it's really funny because sorry. it just it just went by in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's that what was got hilarious, me. right? You yeah. see that quick went by. It just slowly went by. That's what got right. me. <laughs> that's what got I didn't me. know is that I didn't know if it'd be that loud or not. My no, it wasn't was, really loud. It just it oh, okay. went by in the background. Just, and that I was know, funny. So anyways. All right. What'd you think of them? Three, two, and one. I uh I loved every pick. And I never like give them a lot of like great credit with stuff because I always feel like they butcher things when it comes to like yeah. real life hockey. But like these are the best three like most dynamic forwards in the league. Like when it comes to like skating, you have the two fastest probably skaters with the puck. You have like one of the best shots in the world, Matthews. And I love Drysaddle too. That's not like a knock on him. He's a. Would you have been? Plus. Would you have been? Uh, do you think McKinnon over Drysaddle is the right move? I do because he like won the cup and yeah. he, I mean he's the highest paid player right now in the league. So mm. you know he's he's technically. I mean, who would you rather have, McKinnon or Drysaddle, if you made a team? 
<laughs> oh, that's such a hard question. That's a very hard. I mean, like in hindsight, I mean, I guess technically McKinnon because he's a Stanley Cup champion, like he's won it. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like they didn't get to the conference final. That's yeah, very no, tough. That's a very tough question, McKinnon, actually. If you, if you replace last year's team and you you replace McKinnon with Drysaddle, they they win the cup, right? They still oh, no, probably no, 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 win no, no, the that cup. That team yeah. does. I'm saying, yeah. who if you were building a hockey team and you had to pick from one of those two, who would you pick? Oh, I, I guess know. McKinnon. I get Drysaddle just gets so like crapped on because mcdavid's there but when mcdavid was hurt his heart dressed it on the heart correct not last year yeah he's yeah, a great player yeah yeah awesome heart. player yeah all, future hall of famer so yeah. it's, it's just it, nuts i i it's still take mckinnon yeah it's still right fun. i think it's mckinnon so i yeah. loved it um i'll just uh i'll say like i guess who i built like real quick just because yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. we'll do the same um so i obviously i moved to old gen i didn't have as much time i and all the people out there know I never spent any money. I got a donation. From <laughs> they one of my, got him. They I got him. Chad. I got a donation from one of my longtime buddies, and he saw my team. Was like, buddy, go, 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 get a better team. And this happened, and I was like, all right, like fine. And I, I told Sleazy about it. I'm like, I can't be that big of a jerk and be like, thanks for the 250 bucks. I'm just gonna put it in my pocket and not do what you ask. I just feel like too big of a jerk to he do it. So I actually, don't yeah, you, I, don't I spent, you us. <laughs> I spent a hundred and like fifty bucks, I think, or something like that. And uh, I did not. I got nothing in the pack. Shocker! I actually opened my new gen packs for fun on my console that I was saving up, or my new gen team for like months on end. Pulled nothing. Um, so yeah, I ended up building one of the thirty-five trade-ins, which Junior Pens, our buddy, he did it like five times in typical horseshoe up his butt, like he always does. Never gets unlucky. Never gets a duplicate. Yeah. He got every single team of the year besides Justerkin and didn't get didn't re-roll any twice where he had a dupe. I'm like, you are so nice, lucky, dude. So I did it, and of course, I'm sitting in the Discord. I think you might have been in there. I'm like, oh, let me see if I can. Hopefully, I don't get Makar, and uh, I think I said Shesterkin. I get Makar and Shesterkin, and I did it on New Gen. I got Makar and Shesterkin again. They will That's not leave wild. me alone. And so, and, and I know a lot of people that are watching this are probably like, oh my gosh, Makar is amazing. I understand. Like, I'm just, I don't, you I'm don't not used play. to these. You don't play. You don't play with yeah. the It feels so thing. weird having him. So I got Makar. I saved myself probably 150, 160K by doing that. And then I spent everything on my team to build Matthews. So hopefully this week I get one more. And from the consensus of everyone telling me what to get, everyone says I need to get that McKinnon with the Unstoppable Force. So I think I'm going to try to get three done. What'd you do, Kazo? Yeah, I uh, I built all, all of the skaters except for Makar. So like I'm similar to Padre where I built Makar last year, I think. I'm so and stunned you built Yossi. Yeah, well, so I had his X Factor. Like at oh, 90. never mind then. And I and I built I I made his X Factor with the never intention. Mind. Like I got him out of a set, so I'm like, I might as well. Mm-hmm. Um Makar I skipped because I know down the line there's there's gonna be right-handed defensemen I think are gonna be better. Uh like ninety four, oh. ninety five overalls. Mm. Not only that, like the the appeal to him are like the abilities around the team of the year, right? There are so many like abilities on these players. You can't oh, activate man. them all. Yeah, and true. yeah, so like why would I get a team of the year Makar? Um, that's upgrading in 99 if I'm not going to use his abilities. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I made all the skaters um, with exception to him. One thing I do want to say about these cards, um, EA Hawk and I think Moose, like whoever made the abilities around him, I think they crushed it. Like they gave all of the players, like in, in the goalie as well. Like these are probably, uh, since X Factors have been introduced in the game with the abilities, like they're the best cards that I think have been made and like crafted. They all have meta abilities. Um, they all have really good zone abilities, I, I think. Like, Gold 1T, I think, is still, like, up for discussion. Um, but other than that, like, these cards are, like, really good. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I totally agree. I think that, uh, 
Yeah, the the abilities. I wonder if we're getting because like, I I've been saying this for quite some time now. Like even when a card has like attribute deficiencies, they seem to know how to like, counterbalance that with a great ability. Um, and you're running into this situation now where if you have an amazing team and you have a pretty good team too, um, where like man, like there's so many good abilities, it's very difficult to like you know use even like out of your second line. Like it's very difficult, especially with yeah. the team of the years. Um, what was some of the abilities you liked the most on each card? Um, I think, I think the McKinnon one with unstoppable force, that's like, nice. dude, that, I think that's the best one. Like, I think after this, we'll have to do our own like rankings here, but I think yeah. unstoppable force on McKinnon. And then I'm running into the point where it's like, they all have so many good abilities. It's like, you, you can't use 40 points on three players. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just like trying different ones out. Like I like the elite edges on McDavid. Um, I'm still like unsure about the no contest on Matthews. I had like like Gren said it's great. Like it's for, hard like, to quantify. Line. It's one of those ones where you yeah. don't, like there's it doesn't it doesn't appear where it would be like oh that's because of that. Um, all, always those kind of abilities make it make it a little bit more more difficult. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's like it, it's so hard just because like these cards have like five good abilities. So yeah. it's like are you really are you really gonna use all your points? Well, I guess it's fifty now. They upped it, but. It's tough, but I mean, do you I, think, I think that we're getting great. to the point where there's too many abilities added in the game, like or the ability point thing? Like, do you think yeah. if they go to like sixty before GWC is over, uh, uh, that makes it almost comical, or is it just like everyone yeah. has this like stack teams now? So it's like, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's like I, I like the decision. I, I I think it should remain at fifty. Fifty's um, pretty safe, yeah. Yeah, I think fifty's pretty safe. It's hard because there's only like five good abilities in the game, and they all cost the most, right? Do so like right now, there, there's a decision. Do you think that's an issue that it appears that like the, the content team knows how to make a good card, which is great. Like that, that is a plot. Like what you just said, I echo hundred percent. Like they know the abilities to put on these cards to make them like wanted chaseable ones. Um, do you think that that is, uh, will eventually become a negative thing because we really only see like the same, like five to seven. abilities? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, we've noticed this last year too, whenever they released like, like last year, I think like so many cards with like gold tape to tape or something. Right. Cause they like mm-hmm. love that one or something. So it is an issue because we don't see the other, uh, abilities that show up in the game. And I, I think this is like one of those things where it's like the content teams fighting the gameplay team to where like yeah. the, the content team can only make cards around what the game is, right? And the game has a clear meta. There's only a few things that are actually like viable to do in the game. So they're going to put those cards out. They all have the same abilities. They all cost a lot. So like until the gameplay gets to a point where, you know, other types of or other styles of player like actually viable to use in like competitive gameplay, then we're just going to see this, right? Or until they get to the point where you can substitute um silver and, and like gold abilities in and out God. right like so so like until we get to that point what's that that would be unbelievable and yeah because it, oh, this is what we talk about like all all season long now ever since last year when x-factors became a thing is that x-factors are like the new hotness when the game launches because they're usually the best cards just because of the ability to upgrade right they mm-hmm. get highest like they're always the highest and they have abilities because even though like an 89 matthews might come out it might only have one ability so it's not like it's but now you see when cards like Team of the Year come out, like those are handpicked the best like six abilities you can have. If Austin Matthews, if you have awesome, I said this in my video. If you had Austin Matthews X Factor, or if you had all three of the forwards X Factors, and you could only make one, it's one thousand percent Matthews because at least McDavid and McKinnon, like their cards are already so fast and good that like if you couldn't upgrade to their team of the year, at least you have Matthews because his card is now useful, whereas his X Factor was just. 
it's awful. Like it's not, it's not good. They need to, they need to do a, a kind of rehashing of the X factors uh, at the launch of the game. I think um, I made uh, Makar and then the three forwards. I've made Yossi and I will make Yossi. Shesterkin is awful, or at least the consensus that I've had in my community, um, where it's it's the only one where people have been like, I hate him. Uh, Can I? Uh, sorry, can no, I tell no, a quick ahead. story? Last night yeah, I was in Discord with my our buddy Joey Bags, uh longtime you know, veteran like us, and uh me and Joey were kidding around, he's a Rangers fan. He's like, I'm gonna put every single ability on Shesterkin and play five games. And he's Joey's just comedy like always, and he was chin Igor, everything you know how they do it at the Rangers games every time he makes a save. And then he probably let in like six others. You know? I'm <laughs> like, and we don't yeah, Igor. But it's he's He's not it. Like, I'm yeah, sorry. there's nothing you can do, man. There's nothing yeah, you nothing, can do. And this state do. of goaltending, we've talked about this for just hours on, on this podcast. Like, until they, if they were to go back to NHL 22, mm-hmm. uh, goaltending situation where they remove the human animations and, you know, or, or actually make it where the AI goaltender can decide between what it wants to do fast enough, um, until one of those two things happen, it does not matter what goaltender you put in. So, as in my opinion, he's the most expensive backup goalie in the game. Because at least you get a huge synergy bump. Because you're getting two synergies that are, or three synergies that are double. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty huge. But other than that, yeah, I, I've McDavid. Man, we gotta have a quick talk about McDavid. Because I don't know. If it, I'm not concerned yet, but I'm I'm a little I'm a little uh, a little eyebrow raised. So, oops, my camera froze. One second, guys. I'll fix that as I talk. But uh, the one the one issue that um, I'm running into with McDavid is when he has the puck. Like in the corner, left and right, it is insane. And you notice the acceleration from dead stop. You notice the cut with elite edges. All of that is phenomenal. I can I can go to the corner and come out and shoot far side, like ex- extremely easy. But man, every time he gets bumped, and I don't know if it's because everyone's running truculence. There's a lot of truculence players now, or at least many more um, than there was. He just gets munched. And I don't mean like a stumble. Like he just, it's like he just falls apart like a paper house. And I didn't notice that on his X Factor at all. So I'm wondering if you, um, if Kessler, if you noticed that at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think I have. And I think it's just because like, uh, this is something I was talking about, uh, whenever I was streaming this weekend, right? Like the whole entire consumer base, very excited for team of the year, right? People are like, I saved up for this. Uh, I'm going to get like four or five, like 92s on my team. Like, I'm going to be so much better now. But like, also everybody Ever, that plays this game, line, man, and also has this. So you never notice like you actually getting a better card, right? So you're putting out that McDavid against like Team of the Year Yossi and Makar, mm-hmm. or like uh, some of the MSPs that had truculence. Like Fair, so, we had truculence. We yeah. still has truculence. Yes. You um, never notice the the progression, right? So like, I think that's just an issue in, in like any Ultimate Team game. That's true. Um, yeah, it, it very, it very well could be. Like, I'll say this though, uh, when you match up against someone that does not have that first line. Uh, Cause a lot of people do in division one and two, it feels like the launch of the game. Like these three cards just fly. Like it, it legitimately feels like when you get X factor McDavid or Barzal or Larkin, I think it was a launch of the game where they were just built different, like way faster than the majority of the player base, just like the cards in the game. Um, but those all catch up. The other cards will catch up. It just, uh, in, when you combine matching up with players that maybe started around the holidays mm-hmm. and the team isn't strong, you definitely notice these things. But uh, Team of the Year was good. I, I got to do that thing with Trevor Zegers, which is really cool. I, I was blown away to get to get to do that. He was really awesome as well. Um, I can definitely see why he's going to be like the most marketed person in the NHL very shortly if he isn't yeah. already. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to make Yossi. I've, he's, he's the only skater where I've heard even the slightest, like bad thing about him. He's been, yeah. Cause he's, I, I think the thing with him is that like, 
He's he got has a gold. mid when his attributes because yeah, like whenever fast, he gets like, upgraded, he'll be fine. Like yes, I think, like yeah. like the mid nineties, he'll be fine. Which I bet is he's like better than Macar at ninety nine. Yes, but like so he has gold one T. We don't know if that works yet. Um, I know you said it doesn't. I, I'm still. Like, I, I on said the that. I'm just. I, I don't. I haven't yeah. seen any evidence of it. Yeah. But I don't take. Any, no one takes point shots. Literally, yeah. no one takes point shots. I think he's better if you give him uh, like silver truculence or gold truculence, just because that compensates and makes him better yeah. than some other options. Um, he does have like silver stick him up, which is like, eh, we, just we because like, about, yeah, it's yeah, just... yeah. So like right now he's just like, he's just okay. Like, is he worth a million or whatever it costs? No, he's not. I think he eventually will be. Yeah. Um, so like, it's he's kind of just underwhelming. When I first originally looked at them, I don't know if you noticed this too. It seemed like they were kind of cheap, but then you go do the math. They're like a million each. And I think that in prior games, could you imagine like if you're on your team, even though you started again on PlayStation four, but like, like if you were to make three of them, that's three million in coins. Like I don't feel like in an, any other NHL game because of like the hut inflation that we've gotten from the objectives, the objective system now where you just get coins every single t- game or everything you do, like that is it didn't seem as expensive as it was, but now it's like when you look at it, it's like almost a million for each one. Yeah, we we I think we talked about this off off the podcast. It's kind of crazy now because everyone knows like what's coming and everyone was just ready for it or back in the day i feel like it was like whoa you have five you spent yeah. so much money or you you know and you stuff it, it's just it's different for everybody right you know i had to spend like i said 150 bucks probably to get two mm-hmm. in my opinion you know ish and that's like with a little that's one week of hot champs saving my packs had 300k so i mean and i got it by tooth and nail now i think this week I might be able to make one more because I got high in champs. I and we're gonna get a crap load of packs, me and Kesso will, and you got to play too. We'll we talk about it in a second. The All Star yeah. game open. So there's really good rewards for that. Um so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think it was a really good five or sorry, like a six players. Shesterkin it is what it is, he's a goalie, but I think it was really good. I'm curious to see, you know, the how the McDavid thing works out, because we talked about that a little bit and I love the Matthews so far, and the weirdest thing is, is I put him on center, and I've never done that before. And I know that sounds weird because he's a center. No, but, but his X factor is awful at center. Like it's a very mediocre center, right? And with this game, with the back doors not working like they used to, I used to always just come down the boards. It was how I won the GWC, the Blues bracket. I came down the boards with Lemieux. I sauced it over to Matthews, and he banged it home because he had a great one timer. He still does, but with how this game is, it's like, yeah. man, I'm just. I think I'm just gonna have to play him on center and get his face off all the way up and. You know, and that's what he's going to be my center. What do you think about that? Because like, you kind of think we're the same way in the years past with him on the wing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I activated the silver quick draw, and I didn't notice it too much. Have you, like, I didn't either. So, yeah, and I was kind of disappointed. Because I, I don't know how. I mean, I, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a freak for face-offs. Yeah, but like, dude, I, I don't I'm good at them, and I have, like, 60% plus. And Maybe it's because we're going against Beagle all the time, too. That's Yeah, yeah like, Beagle throws a, throws a wrench in the works. And Krejci. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple guys with actual quick draw now, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, even sixty percent, like it will win you the ones unless the, so unless you have someone that's going up against or quick draw, right? Like I, you you will win, you will win those those. Um, yeah, sixty percent's good, and like that's what I was at, but like I, I feel like I'm usually higher, especially with like Beagle, because like I I deactivated Gold Quick Draw to oh, whenever I, I got like the new. Yeah, so so what I was thinking one. about, and I was curious what you guys think, like. I think it's too much to run all three of these guys on the first line because, like, most people are, like, allocating all their AP to these guys, right? So I was thinking about dropping one and just putting in, like, a, just, like, a good winger. Um, I and maybe I drop Matthews to the second line and put Beagle on, like, the first. That's probably, I was going to say, but that's probably the one because, uh, I mean, the thing, the thing about McDavid and Matthews is they don't need abilities. 
because right now in the game, there's four cards. Well, Eight. there's two that have 99 speed. There's lit or maybe three. I think maybe Solani, but I don't know if he can get to 98 or if it's 99. And Gartner and then McDavid. Um, so I, in, in my opinion, I mean, we talk about Eki will talk about this and spoiler in the, in the interview in, in a little bit. But you don't like need anything really on him if he has 99 speed at this stage of the game because there's no like that's enough of a separator compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the the cards that you're going up against. So. Um, but Matthews, and this, this is what I'm going to say about Yossi. McCarr, even though he's a bit small right now, he's still one of the best defensemen right now for sure because his speed advantage is elite. Like, that's a large gap. A lot of players only have 90, 91, 92-ish skaters. You know, him having 99 is definite advantage. The other guys like Yossi and Matthews are at like 91 or 92, so it's not as a, a big gap. Um, but, uh, yeah, he probably the one I'd probably put Beagle back up at one, but it's yeah, so cool that's to what I think they do. hop over the boards, man. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a nice little flex. Like my second line is Lemieux, Beagle, Gretzky. Like, it's and I, nice. fe- it feels fun. It feels fun flying out over the boards. I do love having two quick draws. I've never really had that. Um, and I love, I now think about it more than ever when I'm in my zone and I'm like, all right, Beagle's going back out there. Cause I know that I'll win the draw, especially my own zone because of the boost to tie ups. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's probably what I would do. Again, it's just really hard with so many good abilities, man. But uh, um, rankings for him, like, do we have a, a six through one? I'll go first and let me tell and ask you. Yeah, because you probably have it in a video, right? Yeah, yeah. I, but I did it situationally because I think it's okay, impossible to rank. Yeah. I think it's impossible to rank one through six. Right. Um, it's all based on situation. Um, Shesterkin is a do not make unless you are a Rangers fan or you like Shesterkin. Would not make. That's not worth a million. <clears throat> Next is uh, Yossi, only because I've heard um, I've not heard any complaints at all about any of the other ones, and not that many about Yossi. But if you were to if you were to like, okay, I can make one Yossi would be five, just like then. And then it's like, okay, do you have any of the X factors, right? Because if you have an X factor, my opinion is you need to switch it. Like you need yes. because like that's half. Like you're you know, there's a lot of people that have been asking like. Okay, I have Makar, is X Factor. Should I just go and make Matthews and whatnot? And it's like, like I guess, but like I would try and change your X Factor. I think that's a good like, idea, though. It's because close. Like it's it's a lot. I of I think it's situational too, though. You have yeah, to play. If yeah. you're a good Hut Champs player, you're going to get five to seven. Yeah. Uh, you know, collectibles a week to bump the Makar up. That's why when Kesso, when you said you had his X Factor, right, Makar. Yeah. No, uh, I had uh, Yossi. Yossi well, Yossi's. if you ever get his X Factor and you really wanted to use Makar, you could just his X Factor. Well, Makar's like... X Factor is the one that's most similar to the TCU because oh, yeah. yeah. like, it's very, very close. I think Makar gets shut down, which is nice because it's a semi truculence like hitting ability. Uh, but then when it comes to forwards, if you add all three other X Factors, one thousand percent need to make Matthews um, at least. Like if you could only do one, uh, Matthews for sure. Um, but then. McKinnon, man, for me, moved over McDavid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you have McDavid's X factor, you could just leave him and feel okay. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I do too. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah. So, all right. It sounds like we're all on the same. Page. We're all on the same page there. Yep. Yeah, I have I have McKinnon at number one. I have Mc, I have McKinnon at number one as well. In terms of just like in a vacuum, I think yeah. Matthews is the one that you need to switch again because if oh, yeah. like i said if you could only make one and you had every single x factor for all six of them matthew's x factor is useless it's not useless well it actually it is because you're gonna have to spend like two you're not gonna use any of the up or abilities on him either. yeah it's just not there's no point to it. you might as well just wait to the end of the game and get team of the season for him mm-hmm. um all right let's talk about uh, the nhl 23 world championship all-star open that is a mouthful 
Um, it is the first GWC event for North America. It is open, so this is a brand new event that has never happened um, with the former Gaming World Championship, now called the NHL 23 World Championship, um, where the top four players, top one from each of the four consoles, uh, are going to go to Florida for the All-Star Game to play in a mini-tournament. Um, that is kind of the kickoff to GWC. Super excited to go myself. Uh, the be February 1st, I believe, is when it's going to take place. Uh, but you guys got to compete in it and see like the first like competitive thing of NHL 23. Uh, what did you think, and, and how did your runs go? Yeah. Padre um, first. Padres uh, is long. Oh, oh yeah. Padres <laughs> is long. Oh, okay. So I, uh, I went 20 and 5, and we have an hour and eight minutes left. He's got uh, it up. How many, you got that up on the screen, don't you? I you haven't seen much screen. I've been checking it. Yep. I uh, <laughs> there's this one guy that could pass me up, and I, I'm telling you right now, Goofy NHL or Yasonk. I swear to God, if either of you win trade, <laughs> I will get you banned so fast your head will spin. Because <laughs> I've, I've been, I got screwed this weekend in, in my opinion. Um, obviously, the competition's not as good on PS4. There was a guy I matched up with. Anybody that's on PS4, anybody out there, and I'm hoping this gets fixed. Knock on wood, it probably won't be. If you go and go over to your round points on the leaderboard, any leaderboard, Hut Champs, apparently GWC, it will give you an error code. Sometimes it happens right away, and in my case, it happened. It could happen two minutes, three minutes. I mean, it just it just varies. I went over after a game and looked on the leaderboard to see my round points. Thought, okay, there's round points, whatever. Got in a game. Sleeves was in the Discord with me and watched this happen verbatim. I get a game, like let's just pretend me and No Sleeves match up. It shows our logos at the screen. Bam, get an error code. Every single time you check your round points, you get an error code. So I got a loss that way, and it was against a kid I actually DNF'd about 30, 40 minutes before that, 4 nothing in 18 minutes. So I, I think I would have won again. So I'm probably going to either miss by one win, and I'll be in <laughs> spot number 17, or I might some here, somehow in the next hour be okay and finish 16th, and I'm going to be a dangerous 16 seed, I'll tell you that much. So uh, it was an okay week. I played with an 86 overall team. Uh, it was tough. But when I got my team of the years, I'll tell you that, like, if I had those team of the years, like, the whole weekend, which I guess I could have waited, but I just, I feel like with how the time works and the time with, like, my kids, and so I, I couldn't swing it all in, like, two days or whatever. So I think it would have been pretty tough, but uh, I think I would have done a lot better. <laughs> those team of the years are really freaking good. Even McCarr, just, like, I, I used them basically like a hybrid forward. I just ran up with them and stuff, and oh, the kids yeah. are so the kids are so bad on here. You could do that, but if I was like playing Kesso and I did that with Makar, I would get killed. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm excited to see. <laughs> this is gonna be a mess. PS4. If you finish 17, that's phenomenal. No, it sucks, man. Like that's the one issue uh, with with the with the open play uh, because there's no um, there's no admin. So on, on in like the early years of the GWC, it was done all off game. Um, and uh, it was done on Versus, and, and essentially if there was an issue like this where the game didn't work, like air it out, things like that, your admin, whatever, would just take care of it. So uh, this is uh, an issue. Uh, hopefully it gets taken care of. This issue is only happening on PS4, it appears, though, guys, um, with, by checking your round points and getting an error code. So just a little heads up. Uh, yeah. So that you guys don't get caught it up in that. Happened to me last year too with a disconnect. So that's why it's so funny to me. Yeah, it <laughs> literally like he got disconnected via internet that cost him one win, which would have qualified him for the GWC, which is yeah. like just it's gnarly. Like, and it happened yeah. in my last game last year too. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> nuts, man. You can't make uh, it up. <laughs> yeah. So how did your run go, dude? I, I'm I'm an idiot, man. That's what ha- that's what happened. So, dude, <laughs> yeah, I started off in electric down in the dumps. I am. I started off like an electric, like 15 and one. I had like a three and a half hour stream yeah, on Thursday you were, night. You were struggling in those too. Cause I remember when I hopped in your stream early, yeah. it might've been right around the one loss you had. 
I, it was, and that on. was like that was the second game, yeah. Yeah, it was early on, and the mood and the vibes were not good. Yes, and I, yes, I didn't dude, watch the rest. Dude, of the I figured out. So I figured out the issue. So like, I I, I was like, started one and one, and I reached out to Sap Alien, who uh, is probably like a top five player in the world right now. I personally um, and, think he's yeah, up, yeah yeah. So like, I was like, dude, I'm struggling. Like my neutral zone, whatever. Like, so he he sent me some messages. Blew in some strats for me, told me some things, and uh, he pretty much told me to stop forward checking because, like, I'm an idiot, right? Because it doesn't work in this game, and I've always had like a really good forward check, just but like it doesn't work in this game, like it just doesn't. You don't get the poke checks back, whatever. So I made some adjustments thanks to Coach Sap, and then I was like 15 and one, and then uh, I ended the night there, started up the next night, and I had a couple bad losses. You saw one of them. Uh, where it was just like I watched a puck. that. That was like yeah. gauntlet. You had a yeah. A, a puck just went off like a couple people and like went in with like fifty seconds left. So like I lost that game. So at one point I think it was like seventeen and four, and I was like, up oh, my runs over. I was like, you're gonna need like twenty two, twenty three points. So I was on tilt and I just played more games and I was running at people and I lost like four straight. And then I looked at the leaderboards right before we uh, recorded this. And like twenty wins makes it on PS Five. Yeah. Like if I just took a break and just played my last four games, I'd probably be in the closed bracket. But I was just uh, not in a good place, and this game will do it. So like I feel good because like you know me at my worst, seventeen wins uh, on tilt. Like I think I can make the stadium series like bracket pretty easily. Yeah. So that should be good. This yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, guys, the stadium series is coming up in two weeks. Uh, so the top sixteen were well, you're about to find we're about to find out live essentially in about an hour. But um, by by this time Wednesday, you'll you'll know who the top sixteen for each console is next weekend. They will play um, via a bracket, not a, and then be able to play each other. And we'll get down to our one from each console, and they will go to uh, to Florida where uh, they'll join me, where I'll be hopefully casting it. Knock on wood, nothing happens. Um, so it should be exciting, but yeah, it is the first event. I do love that they are doing more events. I think that this is uh, needed. Like to, to in prior years, it was like okay, it gets announced, and then all right, we've got five yeah. months of like qualifying or whatever, and then it's like okay, there's a land in June, right? So the uh, um, the stadium series is definitely the less the less sexy. It's of weird, the yeah. You don't want. I mean, yeah, Florida uh, rally. It's uh, you know. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll take what I can get if I can qualify for like even the qualifiers. For yeah, one of them, exactly. But, yeah. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun to watch. Um, I love. I've been I've been stream hopping a lot this weekend. I tweeted out that I was uh, I saw four guys, me, Henrique, and Trash. Um, we weren't streaming at all, and I looked at the directory, and there was like six guys with over a hundred viewers. Mm. And um, I like I personally like seeing that. Like that's good. I think that that I I um all tides rise or high t- high tides rise all ships. Is that the saying? Yeah, I like seeing no that. I like seeing new streamers. You I, had reply, I had a good oh, reply to that. I said lots of stream snipers. Or, that's lots fine. Of Whatever gets him in. But <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Is. That's the thing. Even if people are watching so that they don't get games against them, they're still watching. And no, it's I agree. Different I, people, I just, right? Like I just thought. Yeah. Like I, I, I like seeing that because having the same people at the top, things get stale, and I don't think that's good for the directory. Um, so it was really fun. Uh, if you are someone that's competitive, if you're near the top and you're listening to this, please just stream your games, even if it's out without a camera. You'd be stunned that people, how many people, a just don't want to play you, uh, and yeah. b uh, want to see how you play and and hear your takes on the game and everything like that. So make sure uh, that you do. Um, yeah, man. So I think it's time. Anything else you guys want to get after? I know, dude. We have like two interviews here, which are long I think, too. Yeah. All right, yeah. buckle up. So we are first one up is uh, my boy Regzi. He is currently in Vegas, and he did qualify. 
He literally big shocker. Yeah, the uh, well, no, the New York Islanders, um, the Isle, his, his gaming team, they rented him out of space in Vegas so that he could wake up at like ten. Dude, I don't know how he did that, but I mean, I, I guess I could have rallied when I was younger. Uh, but he's with all his boys. He woke up at ten to like noon, went and got his games done, qualified for the for the bracket, and we'll see. Um, but yeah, he is, um, we recorded that before he left and then Eki, we did a couple days ago. So hope you guys enjoy the interviews. Let us know if you want us to bring on some other of the top end competitors and things like that. And, um, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. So, uh, enjoy the interview guys. All right. So we are joined by, uh, the best player in the world. Technically. I think that that's like a, like, it's actually like confirmed now in NHL, my man, Regzy, we're going to talk about, uh, the other one linked with you and Eki a little bit later on. Uh, but man, how you doing? And, and how's being the best player in the world? How's it feel? Uh, I wouldn't call myself the best oh player in the my world, God. But, but no, uh, you know, doing good. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on here, get, get to talk about that Regs versus Eki matchup a little bit and, you know, expand on the GWC this year. Absolutely. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah I, uh, oh, oh you want to go first? Uh, I, was, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. I you brought up the, the Isles matchup, and we were all excited. Like at least us in here, we were excited to watch you play because you're, you're really big on the. I, I'm not trying to like crap on or anything, but you circle a lot and you look for the perfect pass. And I was like, how is he gonna do that this year? Because not to say that, like you can't still score, but it's like you can't do one timers anymore. You were you were like notorious for like. You'd like hit like a one time, like almost in the corner, like last year. I remember like watching your GWC. So I was curious, like going into that game. I I know Sleazy said you didn't play the game a ton. Like, what was your thought process with like how? Like, what's your thought process on this game? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Uh yeah. So like the first like two three weeks of the game, I really was going through a struggle process because I had to like change things completely. It's like okay, I can't. I've been scoring this way for seven years now. All of a sudden, I can't do it anymore. So. Right. Back to the drawing board, but um, no. So um, at the time, um, I so like going into that matchup with Eki, like I I was so busy with school, just like reports, exams, presentations, everything. So I I haven't really been playing the game a lot. I still couldn't score the rap at that time, <laughs> but I knew Eki didn't know that. So I told myself I'm gonna try it like three times right off the rip to make him think that. I, I know what I'm doing I on this. I can't believe you can try do the simplest to, goal. I could, I could do it now. I could do it now. But <laughs> I, I, I wanted to put it in his head like, like, you know, I'm able to do everything. So, you know, keep him honest that way. But no, um, I felt, I actually felt like game one was my best game, which was the one I lost funny enough. But um, I think we all know that's how this game goes. But no, um, you know, it was three really competitive games. Eki, um it's an incredible player. Um, there's a reason why he's just dominated the, the Euro- European side for four, four or five years now. Um, but yeah, no, um, it's an incredible experience. Um, Jordan, Jordan, all the Islanders staff that um, worked on it, all the Phase guys um, did a phenomenal job. Uh, and yeah, and I was, yeah, and no, I was super uh, happy and privileged to be a part of that. Yeah, that uh, that's been a Rama. That's been a Rama goal you scored down. was like sick. Yeah, uh, no. I think that was in game two, maybe I forget, but I was like, damn, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, game three. That's how I opened it was game up. Three? Okay. Yeah, that's how I opened up game three. But um, yeah, no, that that goal, like, if you get the spinorama clean around the guy, I you'll score that like 80 percent on the shot. Like the goalie just sits butterfly and is really slow moving side to side off it. I don't know why, but yeah, no, I've had lots of success with that goal this year, and then and then just yeah, no, like like Stu uh, alluded to earlier, like I. 
didn't really I don't think I scored a one like an actual one timer, like a couple cross creases just like four on the forehand, but like non natural like one timer slap shot. So no, I've had to adapt and play a lot differently this year for sure. Mm. Um leading into like so I'm assuming that you're gonna be trying for the all star game qualifier, right? Yeah. Is there anything you're doing to like get ready for it? Are you scrimming against anybody you know? Or are you just like so confident now? Like you've been there before, you've done it however many years in a row. Like, do you feel confident going into it or are you doing any anything in particular? Uh not doing anything in particular just yet. Um you know, I, I just gotta make that top sixteen and then then I'm gonna go from there. Um I'm actually going on a boys trip. I leave tomorrow morning to Vegas, so I'm actually gonna be playing my games at an esports facility in Vegas. Hyperx? Well, uh no, um Velocity Esports is called. Okay. It, it's one on the strip, but yeah, I'm gonna be playing all my qualifying games there, so just making sure I get those games. How does that work? How does that work? I've never because when I was with Lazarus, there's a little uh little backstory, that whole thing when uh I was playing games from an airplane, apparently. But uh, so, how do you play in Vegas? Because Charlie wanted to set me up in Vegas when I was a Lazarus to play at like a place, I guess, like that. And I'm assuming I'm assuming Jordan or Charlie set you up probably with that. How does that work? Like, do you have to bring your console? Do you have to like? I mean, I know like they have like a, probably like a monitor, so like, but like the game and the controller, you know, like how does that work? Do you do you know yet? Uh, yeah, so it's a full-on esports studio or a facility. Jordan set it up. It's kind of like a barcade. Like there's esports, like um, like like just like areas you play in. And then there's also like a, a restaurant inside and like an arcade with just like games and stuff. So um, no, uh, they've they've been great. Like, I haven't gone down there yet, but just for the preparation for it, they've they've been fantastic to work with. They they were able to get their hands on an Xbox. They already got the old gen version of the game downloaded for me. So basically, I just show up for my time slot, bring my controller and just grind the games out early in the morning before before I go out on the town. How many time slots do you have for that? That's what I wanted though. I got ten AM to two PM Thursday and Friday morning and then I might get that again Saturday. Depending Oh, that's on. not bad. You'll finish your games then. If there's like twenty five or something, you should yeah. bang those out pretty quick. Yeah, no, I'm assuming twenty five. So, so- is that you said you're on old gen and I talked about my thing last night. You guys will see it on the episode coming out, but the like move to old gen. I did it myself for not the same reason as probably you are. Cause you're in my opinion, a lock to make the GWC again. I'll, I'll say that you don't have to say that, but uh, I'm moving more so cause I don't want to deal with all the club championships and all the schedules on the weekend. Now, what was your reasoning? Is this like kind of the same as Aki, you know, path of least resistance, make it so you can you know have a life and not have to stress about you know like competing with gren and Sophia and yada 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 down the list you know is that pretty much the gist of it i guess um yeah so for me um yeah so i i, I was actually playing old gen from the start of the year um just right. with the way gwc was ran last year and getting to speak with them um at the event there was no inclination for me that they would change away from the four consoles um and worst case scenario i just transfer my team to the new gen right Right. so um there there was literally uh like no risk in starting on old gen um but but for me like i I know there's the prize money for the club championships but i I wasn't too focused on that i was more so focused on um what's the best path for me to get to north american final and then ultimately a world final um so sort of maybe sacrifice uh, a little bit of money, but for a better opportunity at securing like a first place 
$28,000 and a world championship. So that was kind of the thought process for me. Um, it's also nice because having 60 online open play slots is a lot more of a lot to qualify than winning a club championship. Oh, yeah. Cause those club mm-hmm. championships, there's so many good players now and pe- people playing and like, those are long days and like the way those tournaments are set up. Um, it, it's real. it's not, not easy to win one and no. only being able, I think you're allowed three or four to play in or whatever the number is. Like yeah, there's it's, no, it's four. there's no guarantee that. And then, and then you gotta go to an online open play. If you, you're unable to do that with only like 28 spots, like, 60 to 28 spots like that that's a big difference um, do you do you think this is the best the community has been in the game yes yes do you know I, do, you think, do you know why is it just like more information like everyone's now paying attention to like streamers and youtubers and not me but like you guys like watching watching like the top end guys do you think like that is why or is it just less casuals like i, I find that this is like by far like division two is hard like yeah you know what i mean like yeah, so like everything you mentioned, I, I I really think it's a combination of everything. Um, like for for the most part, the top Twitch streamers are competitive players now, which mm-hmm. I th- I think is a little bit of a change from the past. Um, so now that we have that, um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, like I was saying, now that we have that, um, these casual players are watching like um players like myself, players like Polgs, Gren, you know, like who, who's ever yeah. streaming, they're paying closer attention to the things we're doing and they're picking up on these things. And I also think that uh, the way the game is this year with how goalies can really steal a game a lot more than previous years, um, that I think that helps um, create more competitive games with, you know, players that you may think um, shouldn't be competitive games. But, um, Do you think that's better for the overall, like, uh, I guess, future of, like, the esports, though? Because we've been talking about that a lot re- recently where it's, like, the randomness kind of helps to where somebody could win that maybe wouldn't have won in years past. So overall, I'd say it's a good thing um, because it's allowing more players to compete and we're going to see more stories of like, you know, players on the uprights and stuff. But it's not good for you though. <laughs> it's, n- it's not good for me. However, uh, I think it ultimately comes down to how these tournaments are being ran. If the way the game is now, if we're in a best of one setting, it's absolutely horrible. Yeah. But I still think that the better player will win in a best of three series nine, yeah. out, nine out of ten times. I think, so. like, one of the most insane things, like, so, like, I'm going to be honest with you. As someone who casts the event and, like, cares about, like, the longevity of the event, if you and Gren are in the finals again, awful. Like, <laughs> just because, like... I don't th- I don't think it's talked about enough. Like everyone just you know is that you guys are like the best. But to think that like when it was a I believe it was like there was a time where it was like best of one and the fact that you two survived the bad games of this game is like that alone is wild. To, like, besides you know, that one you, year for you, Rex. Besides that one year, which is yeah. the year what you were it? probably the best. Like that was yeah. the year that you won everything. Uh, in GWC. I I won the three tournaments leading up to that, but yeah, that that was one of the years where it was best of ones. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, I I, I think me me and Gren for the last three years have proven that this game's not all luck based. No, that that doesn't happen three years in a row. Um, you know, uh, ultimately, ultimately, I really do think there's about now in in NHL 23 there's about 15 guys that are all on a very similar wavelength and skill i th- but then i think there's about four four to five guys that separate themselves and it's solely just a mental component who are those um, five 
You're gonna put me on the spot here. I know. Oh, I, mean, I, 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 I want to know. Can I yeah. name him and see if I'm right, Regs? Okay, yeah. You, Gren, Polks. I got one. And this is where it gets tough. I was gonna, I was gonna say Jost, but he's not playing apparently, which he I'm will gonna, play. I'm gonna say Sap Alien. Sap Sap shows up for the biggies. It's crazy, the, man. The guy doesn't get phased. Who, who is it besides the, the three I named? Then other the other. Uh, I I'd say me and Grim for sure. I I I think I think Polks is the most skilled player. I think he still has to work on the mental game a he little bit. He needs to win one. Yeah, he needs but, to win. Yeah. But once once he figures that out, I I don't know who's going to beat him, if I'm being honest, how, how much he plays and everything. But no, <laughs> I, 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 th- I think me, Grand Polgs, um, show up for big games. Um, who do you I think th- is in the next tier? Like, who do you think is like the next Grand and Regs? See, I think it's you and Gren, and then it's just kind of there's like you said four or five guys, and then it's everybody kind of right there, like like I, 15, I, I, twenty people. I, I think the guys right there, like right on that cusp, are Geimer, Geimer and Joe's and Benny uninstall. I think those guys are the next guys up that are gonna um, sort of replace me and Gren and be- become the guys who are winning. Um, if they don't win one tournament, they're winning the next one. Um, I know when do you I, think? I, what, yeah, dude. When do you think you're done? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. dude like I, every year, that's what I, I wanted to know. I remember when you question. were 16 years old, man. When I just started being a content creator, I met you at the Leafs Land, where I met Padre actually. That was like 2018, and you like won every single year, or a lot of them. Like you struggled before you won this last one overall, but <clears throat> yeah, you like, didn't win that day. You big play, boy. Like, you, you play, <laughs> you play less every year, <laughs> and it's gotten to the point now where it's like it's stunning that you can because when you think about it like regardless of what you play you can play lawn darts but you want to be the best in the world at it the, you have to put in like just insane amounts of time so like when do you realistically think you're done is it just the next time like if gwc doesn't go your way do you see yourself just being like ah eh. um no if gwc doesn't go my my way this year i'm not gonna stop for for me that i i've said this before i don't really play the game because i enjoy playing the game I, I play the game. Be, I play the game because I know I'm still capable of being one of the best, if not the best. So e- even if I, you know, don't have the results in the next couple of years, until I've honestly felt like I can't play at the top and like hang with with the best, um, lose your fastball. Yeah, yeah, you're like Tom Brady. You retire when yeah. you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What when, when when there is like yeah, it's like Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady feels like he's still a top ten NFL quarterback, so he's right. not going to stop playing. If I still feel like I'm a top ten, top fifteen player in the world, then I'm not going to stop. But hey, and just like Tom Brady, he's sliding into that playoff spot in a weak division. You're sliding in on that Xbox One console, so there's <laughs> exactly. a lot of similarities, honestly. It, it, exactly, you know, very similar. <laughs> no, Regs. I honestly, I never want anything like you. Like I want like small stuff, but like I was, kind, I was a lot like you. Same with Kesso good player like really good players in my opinion we went to school we had jobs we we had girlfriends wife you know wife now you know kids yada 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 i feel like you if you play the game of hockey or you watch the game of hockey you have button skills and you you hone your timing correctly you can still enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets 
odds if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply do it like it's not there's not a lot to it like you probably put in your 20 champs games i don't even think you play money games anymore you're a lot like how i was where it's like you play when you can and the game like i mean i know the game this year with the goalies it's still the same kind of game if you just like use your brain you're like oh like look at kesso he's doing that rap glitch oh look at granny's doing that that glitch and you kind of just learn things i feel like am i right about that kind of you just pick things up you don't play a thousand scrims versus somebody over and over and over again. I don't think you have to do that and you could still be really good. Am I right. wrong? No, a hundred percent. Exactly what you said. Right. So like, uh, like right now I'm not really making any content or streaming that much. So it's like when I go into a game against Eki, I don't know how to score the rap, but I'm going to make him think I know how to score the rap. Right. So he treats me yeah. like any other player. So a, a lot of that is just like having an understanding of how you could manip- manipulate your opponent's thinking of what you're going to do and stuff. And it, like I said, I, I honestly think um, at, at this point, like everyone's on such a similar skill length that it really is just a, a mental game um, All right. as, as the series progresses now. What do you think that like the players that have a shot at winning GWC as opposed to like Hut Heroes, for anyone who doesn't know what a Hut Hero is, just someone who's very good at Hut and then like hasn't done anything in, in the GWC or, or the NHL 23 World Championship. Um, what do you think that you guys do differently in terms of preparing or just like when you spend time on the game, what are you doing that makes you guys up there? Um, yeah, you don't so, just land there. You're not, you know what I mean? Like you guys no. all had to come up. No, so for for me, it's um it's always cha- finding a way to challenge myself. So, uh, uh, I'm sure everyone knows old gen is a quite a bit easier than new gen. So, um for for me, it the the goal isn't now okay. Like new new gen, it was all right. Find a way to go twenty and zero. Now it's like okay, I'm most likely gonna go twenty and zero. Let's try to give up less than twenty goals 
in a hut champs. Let's try to score more than a hundred goals in a hut champs. So just like little things to make sure um when I am playing the game, I'm playing at a hundred percent and I'm striving towards something. And then if those things aren't happening for me, then going back and evaluating how do I fix this, how do I get better week to week. Do you watch your own gameplay? Uh, uh getting really close to like an event, yes. Not not like the qualifiers of an event, but like if I were to qual- qualify for All Star Game, then I'll put in that extra time, like make extra time available for myself to um play play more and look at things. What yeah. do you look for when you're watching your own? I'm trying to think in the terms of like someone who isn't competitive, like just to kind of get on that wavelength. So like, what do you look for when you're watching your gameplay back? Um, so firstly, I'm looking for uh, the first thing I do is I'll go through all the all my opponent's goals of whatever I'm watching to see where I'm making my mistakes. Um, so that that's the first thing I'll do. The second thing I'll do will be um, tr- try to analyze for like any missed opportunities that I missed um, or, or mistakes I made. Not so so much that led to goals, but um, stopped me from possibly scoring a goal or um, you know gave a quality scoring chance to my opponent. Um, so those are the two things I'm looking for. And then it's really just like, for me, it's always been, okay, this is what this streamer is doing and he's the best at, how do I implement it into my game and become better at this than he is. So yeah, last year, try to la- take it away. You just learn it and then try to do better. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not, that's a weird, that's a right? odd like, so, way to go about it. So NHL 18, NHL 19, you know, I'm watching Josh, who was the best at the time at the one-timer. So it's like, okay, I'm going to implement this into my game. And I'm going to become better at Josh at this. Last year, it was, okay, Junior Pence kills people with rebounds. How do I implement rebounds? And Did you want to rebounds? Yeah, and I think that was the craziest and, thing watching yeah. you last year in GWC because you incorporated that. And then you also did that play... Um, I think you might have had like Kucherov or somebody with one T at the Lapshots. blue line where you like you too, um, shifted them. Dude, that was like the coolest thing to see from like a competitive player like myself because yeah. like I, I didn't see anybody else doing that. No, you, you, yeah, I remember watching you on your power plays. You would take Kucherov and you would move like you'd rotate around until he was at the point and then you would take one timers because for anyone that doesn't know, you get to a point in the GWC where there's a draft and you draft your team. So, but it's not every card available. He, was, he was one of like three guys with gold one T. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, everyone knew knew how broken it was, especially from the point last year. On so the it's like lefties. So oh, it's like really so it's like if people aren't screaming against me, no one's playing to protect against this until yeah. they run into me, and then at that point, like I'm able to maybe get a quick one. Who do you even scrim against though? Whenever you're that close, because there's only like four to eight right. people left, right? It's, so me and Grant will just play a hundred times. <laughs> What's so funny? You guys end up playing each other every single finals. Yeah. So no, anyway, it, doesn't know the last three championships have been these two. It, it's funny because 2021, when he beat me, I probably beat him in about 75 percent of scrims, and then last year he probably beat me in about 75 percent of scrims. I remember when the, you the, lost the that person first who game. won the finals were like swats. So you got blown out and ended up coming back and, and lost, and I think it lost in overtime. And I was like, yeah. oh man, like, I don't know, like that. That, that's that's crazy to are you guys talking when you scrim or are you guys just like not even saying no nah, no nah, like like we just text back and forth like you know if something funny happens in the game or like yeah i, one, I always one, one, of us, one, one of us scoring nice goal on each other but no we're not really talking or like like we're, we're taking it 100 percent seriously like like, yeah. he, like like even if we lose to each other in scrims we won't tell each other but like when i yeah. lose in scrims i'm 
I'm pissed. Are you like, and I, I'm sure he feels the same way when he loses to me in scrims. Oh, yeah. like, it's just like I don't want to lose him. Yeah. yeah. Do you um do you like how everything comes down to GWC? Not like like here's the thing with you and I've said this to Cookie before. You guys could quit the game right now, and you you done everything you could. You know what I mean? Yes. You won sixes. You've won championship. Like Cookie won his hometown championship. Andy won his six. You know, uh, GWC in the same year. Like you could just quit and you you've done it all. Like you're playing with house money at this point, right? That's how I look at it. I know you're competitive and I'm super competitive too. Like same kind of thing. I get it. You want to win everything, but do you hate how kind of back in the day there was more tournaments, especially in versus. And I think it's more like an even playing field. You're kind of like me, so you don't spend money. So it's, you know, I'm playing a God squad, but I know I'm better than the guy, but I still have to battle the team difference where back in the day it was versus a lot of things. And it was more of like a measuring stick. I feel like back then you could be like, Oh, like, you know, I beat Josh in this versus tournament. Like I, you know, I beat him in that tournament. Like I think I'm better than you know. Now it's kind of I feel like tough to judge yourself. I know like Hut Champs, you know, the leaderboards, but it's kind of wonky. Is that yeah. wrong? Yeah, no, I, I, I would prefer or prefer shaving the GWC prize pool into making the club championships be worth more money where everyone could compete in them. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I rather have more volume of tournaments because yeah, yeah, the money's great. Uh, um, anytime I win a tournament, it's, it's going straight into my savings basically. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, like I, I have a very rare opportunity where I'm able to make money gaming. That's going to, you know, help yeah. me with a down payment on a house in the future and stuff. Um, so yeah, no, but, um, ultimately I want to win as many tournaments as possible. So I, I would prefer 32 tournaments of five, $5,000 um, in comparison to one tournament of 150,000, that wouldn't be fun for all of us though, because you would win all 32. Like that just isn't <laughs> isn't cool at all. <laughs> I think it'd be a cool idea, honestly. Yeah, no, it'd be you, great. You could you could, spe- you could spread it out. All right, so like one of the, my last questions. So you, he brought up Kucherov, and you used kind of like an obscure team for some people because everyone, you know, the meta's the size and all that stuff. And but when it gets the versus, it's more about the speed, the shooting. So is that was that that was your thinking last year for GBC? So what kind of players are you, I guess, currently using right now? Some of your favorite hut players that you'll be using, I guess, in the All Star game. You know, for some of our hut fans out there. <laughs> um, the the way I'm playing this year, I would draft a very similar, if not identical, team in, in a GWC draft. You just took best available, right? Yeah, I yeah, I it was, t- it was I, weird. I took whoever was the fastest because right, it's it's played in hut, and I I think it's filtered differently. The speed difference in versus isn't that noticeable, but a speed difference in hut at those overalls for whatever reason yeah. feels like night and day um, for me personally. So that that's what I would do again. What's a card that you're using right now on your team that like you are like this is my Yeah, card. my bad. I, I guess I didn't ask that. Uh, yeah, what are you using right now? Like some of the guys. MPP. Murray Philip. Yeah, man, I've been telling people, man, whenever oh. I go up against someone that has her, she just does not get knocked off the puck. Doesn't get knocked off the puck. I I, I swear she's skiing under sticks because she's five foot five. But it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, no, like like players like that. So like, um, my first line is the team Solani. Um, like milestone. Um, yep. The it's so funny how little Mur- Mur- Murray, Philip Poulin, and X Factor Me David. That's my first line. Okay, okay. So yeah, X Factor Me David. All right. What's your? What do you do on defense? Give me a defense that you go for. Do you go for like and what abilities do you like? What abilities do you like too? Um, I like. I really like stick him up this year. Um, so really? I have that. I I have that activated on a couple this defensemen. Is wild. And then um, I like I like elite edges too. 
especially yeah, on the yeah, forward yeah, to yeah. turn turn around. Tell the story. Yeah, so. tell that story because uh, Kessler Sleeves has brought up in the past about your elite edges because you, you a lot of people don't up. put elite edges on their D unless they have a car. We did a video. Yeah. We did a video going over like like um, uh, um, abilities in the summertime, and you said that you love the elite edges on defensemen. And I was like, that makes no sense. And you pointed <laughs> out that it stays on when you don't have the puck. Yeah. So like the, the, defensemen the, just go, the, the AI is using elite edges. Yeah. It feels like, yeah. Yeah. So even, you know, so for, for stick them up, stick them up is completely user-based. <laughs> I actually don't even know this year. I feel like my CPU pokes at times when I don't even press a button, but yeah, that's another story. But no, um, yeah, no, this, this year I'm, Sort of preferring elite edges on forwards just because you can't score just one-timers anymore. So it's finding ways to use the L2 mechanic and get creative in and around the net and, and in tight spaces. And elite edges helps a lot with that. People might not know. You're also one of the best sixes players in the world because you're just good at everything you do, which is frustrating. But uh, do you feel like this year plays... It appears they made an effort to make all game modes play very similar because in the past there was World of Shell developers and there was 1v1. Are you noticing that the game feels a lot more like World of Shell? Uh, yeah, and I think the results of guys who are considered World of Shell players are a little bit higher this That's year what I said. Hot Champs in comparison yeah. to previous years. Yep. Um, I, I think because of that they've taken away sort of um, manipulating an opponent's AI into just scoring one-timers. That's a little more one-on-one creativity, like with the L2 mechanic and stuff and Titan stuff. So because of A lot of of saucers and cut plays. A lot of saucers, a lot of cut plays, um, which is, you know, what... Sick, that's all six. A major component of 66, right? You hate the goalies, though. Aren't the goalies just awful? I don't like the goalies. Like, so... Because I I want the game to be a similar experience to how I watch real hockey. And Thank you. When it is extremely rare, so I, I know people say that cross creases and one timers are glitch goals, but like, how often do you actually see an NHL goalie save these? That's what they're trying to do the whole and, game. And You're trying to get a one timer wide open. Obviously, right? it's way harder to create those chances in real life in comparison yeah. to the video game, but the skill gap of players is also that much different. Like if I'm playing someone like Gren or Polks, like they're not really giving me these cross creases. I know like, it's coming all that yeah. often. Yeah. They, they know it's coming, but right. So, um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think the goal is going to be toned down. A, so like for me, I would prefer that, um, you score more one timers opposed to like the being able. Yeah. Yeah. Opposed mm-hmm. to like a rap, which, right. The rap should go in every once in a while, but the fact that he goes in the butterfly and doesn't hug the post is like a legitimately an animation error. Yeah, the fact that I could go into practice mode and score it 10 out of 10 times is a problem. That yeah. is. Like, oh, so, like something like that. Same with like when, you know, just straight lining down the side of the goalie and roofing it, right? When you like get close to the goal line. Just, I, I, I would prefer those out of the game and me to score on open one-timers. But... Um, yeah, so you got anything else? Yeah, the last thing I wanted to ask you, so because we're going to be talking to Aki after this. Aki, and I, and I think you guys are always viewed in like a tandem because you're the best NA player, he's the best EU player, plus he just had the uh, quote-unquote world championship. The he's somebody that's... Championship, yeah. yeah, unofficial, right? Um, so he's somebody that's embraced the full-time content creation thing, right? Like, so he has a YouTube channel, he streams more than you. 
Uh, you don't. You mentioned that earlier. You kind of haven't been doing too much content. It seems like you're hesitant to get too much into it because you want to focus on school and possible career after this. So once NHL is over, are you doing anything in this space? Or are you kind of like, I'm done with esports, I'm done with like content things, and you're just moving on? Uh, you know, uh, I'm prepared for both. So um, I'm getting an HB comm degree with a major in accounting, but um, the great thing about an HB comm degree is it teaches you about everything else, you know, customer relations, HR, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of finance. Um, so having over three, four years of experience working with um, esports organizations and now working with the Islanders um, and being in so many tournaments, I feel like um, with my degree also, I, I feel like I would be able to step into a position where I could help, um, you know, with an NHL team and running um, like an esports team for them, sort of like the role that Jordan is doing with the Islanders. Um, I feel like that's something with my experience and getting to work closely with people like Charlie and, and Jordan and understanding the space that I could use my schooling to further myself into NHL rather than doing that through a content side. So, um, yeah. so like if, if I were to continue doing NHL, um, like get the gaming full time, it wouldn't be as a player or a content creator, but it would be, It'd just be like more on the it would be something business related. You're, business so, related Rex, you're, you're like the, you're, you're a smart person. Like you're a smart kid. Like, so I think that's the right thing. I think you could step into like any role and probably excel. Like it sounds really dumb. I mentioned this on the podcast for the person that thought of like that Kucherov one T thing, like you are just, you have a good strategic mind. And I think that's a one-to-one applies to business applies to a lot of things in life. So I think you'd have an easy time. Yeah. I mean, if not, I I mean, you got a great golf swing, so you could probably maybe just be in the (laughs) crush on us in that too. I want everyone else to understand that him being so you being so good at NHL potentially could have been one of the worst things for you because (laughs) you are absolutely insane of call of duty like you take down like amateur pros and stuff like do you do you ever feel like when you're i mean we've played some warzone together i'm not very good you carry me to dubs but hey like do you ever feel like that like do you ever feel like man i wish i could just because you can't quit nhl yeah no so um you know i think back to that but ultimately um it was always important for me to obtain a, a degree in schooling and stuff and Call of Duty, Probably I would have had to. Have. Call of Duty, I would have had to make that my full time. I'm going for it. Whereas NHL, I'm able. I've just from having such a good understanding of the game of hockey, the sport itself, that I'm able to. I'm able to find a balance with NHL esports and schooling. Whereas Call, Call of Duty, I know I wouldn't have been able to do that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you're mature. Well, you're mature. Yeah, you're a smart sure. kid, man. It's I, Thank dude. You. I still. It still makes me laugh. We have that picture back from like six years ago now, man. When you were just a little kiddo, watching you growing up, man. I want to thank you for uh, for coming on on the podcast to talk with us, and uh, good luck in the uh, in the in the All Star Open, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Um, I, I I look forward to watching this um, back and hearing what Aki has to say and everything. So thank you guys. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate right. it, man. All right, guys, we are joined by the 2022 European GWC champion, my man Eki, and uh, we just spoke to Regs, and now we're going to get all his thoughts on NHL 23 and uh, the NHL 23 World Championship. Let's start there. All right, the name change. Isn't that weird? Uh, For me, yeah, I thought they had a great brand with the Game of World Championship name. I'm kind of surprised they changed it, to be honest. You still call it the GWC? 
I do. Yeah, <laughs> I think gonna, everybody dude, does. Yeah, it's gonna be so it's gonna be so hard to call that and not say GWC. But uh, all right, yeah. man. Let's let's uh, let's talk about uh, uh, the the NHL twenty three World Championship as you prepare to continue your reign in in Europe. Uh, is there anything this year that you're doing different to prepare for? Are you playing more? Are you playing less? Um, how is that going as you go into this year's um, NHL twenty three World Championship? <laughs> Uh, nothing different than I usually do. Just play as play as much as possible against as good of players as possible, and then then go for there. And uh, when GWC is coming up, the couple of weeks before that, that's when I usually just triple my game amounts basically uh, mm. for those couple of weeks. And then, other than that, I don't really even play that much, in my opinion. Have you had any trouble? Like, because I've noticed you uh, you're focusing on content so much more. And yeah. not even like gameplay stuff, right? So how do you yeah. balance actually producing? Like you're an entertaining person. How do you balance that while still remaining competitive? Well, that's actually like that's that's a really tough thing to do, and that's kind of what I've been trying to balance with. The great thing is in NHL you don't really have to play that much. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like when GWC comes around, it's pretty easy for those couple of weeks before the main GWC games to just maybe pause on the content side for just a bit and then focus full effort on that gameplay to be on, on, on top of your game but uh, yeah overall I don't feel like it's a big issue um, I don't overall think it's a big issue in NHL but yeah it's it's tough sometimes yeah oh Padre I'm muted <laughs> I'm are, are you still doing the sixes stuff on the side like are you yes. uh, are you still I know you were playing like with an org and whatnot so do you enjoy sixes more, or are you more? Are you still one v one? Like, you know what I mean? I've actually like strictly enjoyment of the game. I've always enjoyed sixes more. I think it's a bit more realistic. I like I like the gameplay in sixes and just talking with the guys and playing at the same time. Right. I actually just strictly enjoy that more. Of course, one v one is, you know, one v one is bigger and the bigger biggest tournaments are in one v one. One v one is more important to me, but uh, yeah, six v six is just strictly more fun. Are you still playing with uh, Mikel Graham? I mean, uh, sorry, Plea. Are you still playing with Plea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, oh, uh, he he actually quit. Uh, quit oh, this year. but wow. he but, actually did. Man. Like he's not he's not playing anymore at all. This guy no, he's after... not playing at all. So he, oh, so he knocked out a GWC a few years ago. And now he just quits. Yeah, well, he he hated the game last year. He didn't <laughs> like the game at the start of this year, so now he's just not playing it at all. Are you guys real life friends too, or are you guys just like more like on the game? Like, did you guys talk? Like, I always wonder because I know you guys were like really yeah. close because the first year GBC they always showed you guys together and everything. Uh, yeah, um, basically our whole Sixes team we've been together, or now this year we've had some changes, but before we played together for three years. So basically all the all the That's Sixes. Cool. Guys, I'm playing with like I met them all over five times. We've been to been to Sweden together, uh, watching watching you know repping our organization there with in events and stuff. So yeah, we've had fun. Dude, you mentioned uh, you or let's talk about gameplay a little bit. So uh, 23 has been met with some pretty heavy criticisms in terms of uh, a shift. Really, it, it feels like they've tried to make gameplay uniform from 1v1 as well as World of Shell, which I think as a whole eventually will be good. It just seems like there were two separate games that they were developing every year, essentially in terms of gameplay. Um, do you think that? The what it is right now is is good and or or bad or what would you change about twenty three? Uh, strictly the gameplay. Yeah, strictly gameplay. 
Yeah. Um, well, number one thing I would change is that your AI wingers not coming down in your own zone because they even if you're running collapsing and protecting they're still at the point, which I which I don't understand. The goal is how do you counterbalance that? How do you counterbalance that? <laughs> for for me, I just uh, I just play stacker it because it's it's basically the same. I like how your defenders uh, are positioned with stacker it, and then I just defend basically the middle with my center, and then okay. yeah, just leave my wingers up there doing whatever they want. Okay. But it, it's sometimes very tough, and that's why that's the main reason I feel like behind the net place is so OP this year because your wingers won't come down and you lose. When you, when, you, when you defend with three players, it comes so hard to defend in front against the best players because they know all the behind-the-net goals. They know when to cut in front and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's just like one loose puck and then they can like get a you know, wraparound or something. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, you're, so you think collapsing is broken, basically? Yeah, there's basically no collapsing this year. It's basically and, just collapsing stack at a tight point. It's basically all the same. Am I wrong? Like, I feel like 1-4 is maybe not 1-4 anymore. I feel like it's... I, I noticed like one, one of my guys being behind, like almost like a one three one ish like type of setup. Is that wrong too, or is that is that okay? One four does one four still work? I think one four is pretty similar. I think I'm running yeah. a one four. I haven't noticed the difference. Um, it might be. Everybody at the top level, like you said, in EU as well as NA, is running behind in that. Do you yeah. think you can win? Do you think uh, players can win tournaments not running behind in that this year? Like, do you think overload and, and crash the net are still viable? Uh, I wouldn't say no. No one can win because they're still with crash the net. Tips are super good this year. Low shots, yes, like they crash are. The crash the net is good. Yeah. I think overload is the worst. You don't really get any advantages this year with overload. Only don't advantage. Don't that. That's yeah, I love strategy. overload. I'm awful, but like I, I feel like I've, I've like juiced all of that orange. Yeah. Well, it, it's very easy to defend, but like there's stuff with it. Yeah. But yeah, like it's very easy to defend. I loved overload when. The basic one-timer was the best way to score. Like all the, every, every time you got that open one-timer, it went in. Overload, you always had that one guy with the one-timer. But this year, when the one-timers don't even go in, I don't really like get the point of running Overload. I, th- I like think that Overload them. is the easiest to teach people that don't know mm-hmm. any strategies, like yeah. that are just trying to react. I think that Overload is the simplest because it's yeah. um, you can see it when it's set up. Yeah. Like It's very easy to say. Behind the net, everyone's moving. And crashing the yeah. net, there's really no predictability. Or yeah. there's a lot less predictability, and then yeah, the, you're right with the points. Like I just go for tip shots, like L2 at the point a little bit, and fire for someone's stick. I just find that being hilarious. I can't wait for someone to win a huge game with that though, because I bet their opponent is not going to be happy about it. Uh, let's talk about HUD a little bit. You're, we're recording this after Team of the Year uh, release. We recorded Rags' interview just before. Um, so, what are the Team of the Year cards that you're chasing? So I made I made McKinnon this morning and uh, I made Matthews. I played Matthews for five games. Didn't like him at all. I felt he I felt like he felt super stiff. He had one one or two goals for me in five games. Did you games. activate everything on him? Uh, I tried different abilities. Um, I felt like with Elliot HSC he felt a bit better, but without Elliot HSC he felt really awful. And then. Yes. Uh, Final one I'm doing is on my car. I have 33 collectibles right now. I need a final seven, so I have one week to collect that seven. And, uh, <laughs> it's hard I have actually... when you look at that. Like, do they have a week left? I did the same thing. I'm like, man, I got to figure out how to make Yossi. I got 40 yeah. collectibles I got to make. Dude, I, uh, I spent a lot of money today on packs. I'm not <laughs> proud of it, but I did the team for GWC. I didn't get the best pulls, but I got enough to do those team of the years. And then I have the Axe Factor McDavid. Uh, I thought about 
exchanging that to the team of the year, but I actually think I like the X Factor more because he yeah, has the gold baby, wheels. There yeah, there we go. Gold wheels. Man. He likes the gold wheels. That's what it oh. is. Yeah, because thing thing what makes McDavid so much better than everybody is just he's just faster than everybody, even at 99 speed. Yeah. So I, I I wouldn't lose that by making the team. Of the Do you year. notice uh, McDavid, McKinnon, um, their custom skating strides and Eichel and like because mm. I feel like they're faster. I, yeah. I actually talked to some of the Sixes players. I don't know if it's the same way in the Sixes in EU, but they told me. Yeah. Like we all use these goofy skating strides because mm. we can hold on to the puck better. And I'm like, what in the world? So then I thought to myself, okay, let me go. Like me and Sleeves went and looked at every guy last year, and those were like the three or four it's guys. Like four random with, guys, man. And Aaron yeah. and Sveshnikov too have it, and they all skate like so much faster. And yeah. I just feel like the gold wheels of McDavid. I know it's 10 AP. I was telling mm. Sleeves and them yesterday. I'm like, man, I almost would keep his X factor. I understand mm. he's got silver but there's something about the gold i i don't know maybe and, I'm and, the, and the thing is like even the 92 x factor has almost maxed out speed and maxed out mm-hmm. puck skills you don't need to upgrade the x factor mckinnon like so much longer so i wouldn't for uh, at least i won't waste when i don't have the best team anyway i won't waste the 20 collectibles making his right. team do, do you like matt and i see you have the jersey in the background i know you're yeah. a, a leaf fan and you're you're a matthews fan and you probably go to the coyotes anyways but anyways uh <laughs> you like him on center or do you like him on the wing i always like him on the wing because he's got that glitchy shot like he's got the weird one-timer animation too Dude, I think in Versus, I play a lot with Toronto. He's usually amazing at center, but I tried this team of tier card at center and he wasn't working for me at all, at least at the start. So I probably will have to try him at the wing, see how he is. Well, let me okay. ask you about, abil- about abilities, man. Um, mm. Again, I think I think that because this is going to like, the, the game feels a lot more like sixes. Um, so you're seeing a lot of abilities that might not have been like I don't think no contest is a pretty big sixes ability, and it seems to be pretty prevalent in one v one now. But um, what abilities are you talked about? You talked about McDavid and having ten. Like here's my I want to talk about wheels because there's a lot that comes up a lot, and I bet there's a lot of people that are going to be contemplating making McDavid as other ones. Is is using wheels on McDavid worth you know essentially twenty percent of your AP? Um, when all the cards now, I feel like last year there was a lot of cards that maybe had one ability that were good, but now they're like they're much more knowledgeable when it comes to what people want on a, in terms of abilities. And it's like all these cards are coming out with multiple great abilities. Mm. Is it advantageous to just sprinkle a couple good abilities on a few cards, or like heavy load one or two and three? Like what do you, what do you do in terms of abilities? That really depends on the, that really depends on the player. Whatever, okay. like for me, it's important to get your best players to work. So whatever, okay. order, whatever makes that happen. Uh, a big reason, like a big reason again, why I won't do the team of the year, McDavid is wheels cost ten. But then if I do the team of the year, uh, I probably have to run Elidetches on him close quarters. What yeah, he, he had unstoppable yeah. force. It's even more than the wheels actually. So uh, it, it's tough. Like. Yeah, even like McKinnon has all these great abilities, but end the year when it's GWC time, your couple first lines are stacked. You can't anyway have all of his abilities active, so it's it's a very tough thing to balance. I don't. I think I'll use. I usually my top two lines and my top four defensemen is where I try to stack the abilities and just have none in the in the bottom lines. Um, speaking on abilities uh, for goalies. Do you notice butterfly effect at all as like uh, being like a good ability, or do you still think it's just worthless to invest in in goalies? Like I like even the year Shesterkin came out, would mm-hmm. would you recommend making him to people or no? No, I think he, I think it's too small. Uh, I haven't tried many goalies this year, but the ones I've tried with abilities, I, 
honestly haven't noticed the difference. But again, I've only played with Markstrom. I tried to Okay, you're you're rocking Markstrom like me and like everybody else. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm not really. I haven't really tried many goalies. I I wouldn't use ability points on goalies. Last year, um, Gold Post to Post was very good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I haven't tried it this year, but I I wouldn't think you need it. Yeah. The uh, Isles event, you just got back from it. How was that? Like the whole experience? I, I mean, it looked awesome on the, you know, the stream and whatnot. And, Jordan does a great job, obviously, and you and Rex had good games, and I'm sure like the games were kind of just like a small part of it. You didn't really care after that because you had a great yeah. time. I'm sure. How was that? Yeah, it was awesome. The two two NHL games with the best seats possible. Especially, I live in Finland. I never got to go to NHL games, so it was absolutely awesome. Games were fun, even though it was kind of kind of show match, but obviously we still were were very competitive. And I wanted to play Rex. I haven't played him in a long time. See how he plays and. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed the trip. What does Regs do that makes him so good in terms of North American like players? Like, what does he do different that like other players that you might see don't? Uh, just comparing to other players, I felt like he defended zone entries like unbelievably good. Uh, and then, I think that's uh, his sixes. That's his sixes. Showing, I feel yeah. people forget that like he is one of the best defensemen in sixes, and I feel like that is like definitely like a big bonus. Yeah. So yeah. So that that really jumped. That was the number one thing that jumped out to me. The second one was just his behind the net plays. So yeah, yeah, he he knows how to run behind the net, when to pass, when when to hold it, and then he can throw a random spinorama goal in there every now and then. He did do that when he was Yeah. So yeah, he's super dangerous. But I I honestly felt like he's. Like zone entries are probably one of the most important part of competitive games, and he was probably the best I've faced. Like regarding that, like it was very hard to get to his zone. Zone, so yeah. Um, a lot of the new people that might listen to this episode because of you are EU players. Um, you're definitely the favorite going into uh, NHL 23 WCM. I said, had a boy. Kevin's again. gonna love you. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so besides you, you're the favorite. Uh, here are some other people you think can win the EU championship this year. Uh, the best player I faced this year is uh, Pikku Roger. Uh, he won my own tournament that I run run at the beginning of the year, but he actually went to the army, so I'm not sure if he's able to play the GWC. Is he, uh, is he from Finland? Yeah. yeah oh, so he was doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, so army is mandatory in Finland, basically. Yeah. So everybody has to do it at some point. Yeah. So and then um, I feel like Artutso is always always there. Uh, Nick Dangles has been good for ages. Jamal the man, uh, last year's finalist. Uh, I just feel like I feel like Jamal will actually like if I would have to name one player who makes it or two players beside me who who could make it. Jamal would be one and Artuzio two, just because they're they handle the nerves the best out of everyone in EU. I feel like there's younger guys who have maybe more skill but who just can't play at the same level when it comes down to big tournaments. So yeah, I'm like Jamal was doing like random saucer saucer between the legs stuff in our in our like when we played for fifteen thousand, it was ridiculous. And, was um, nice. uh, yeah, so. Can you can you wait? Uh, this, is, this is just me being like American, not knowing. So you have to go. You have to like enroll in the army. Like, can you talk mm. about that? Like, just I'm just mm. curious. Like more. So yeah. did you already do it? I guess I'm guessing. Or uh, no, I haven't. So uh, so how long? so how long do you have to do it? 
So the minimum is six months. So usually you get okay. you get six months in and out. Sometimes you can get unlucky. It's nine months to to twelve months. But usually, if you want to go for six months, it's six months. Six oh, months. Yeah. You, you have usually have to go. Right? Yeah, it's okay. still. I think the maximum age is like twenty seven, twenty eight. Maybe Finns can help me out. There is the a there is a there is a goalie that in the NHL. I, I can't. Mm. I, I think he's a Columbus. Um, that that. Yeah, that was yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that was an issue. Like he had to go. Mm. He hadn't done it yet. Yeah, so it's really? pretty interesting. I mean, like that. That's like that's that's really interesting. That 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 you have to that players have to go do that. Um, I want to talk about uh, Jamal. Man, do you feel like there is a I would say a lack, but like maybe a lack of of new players that that get to the top end. And why do you think that it takes so long to get up onto like the stage of of being a potential GWC player? Because I know in North America now we're finally seeing like the second wave, but yep. like the first four years, it was really really hard for anyone new to break into the GWC. It was really just yep. like Gren Regs, you know, and John Wayne. And, and and junior pen. So, is there anyone? Is there a lot more newer players, or what do you think is holding it back? Dude, in Finland, I would say there's probably at 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 least ten players who, in my opinion, is are just skilled enough to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the thing is, like, especially in GWC, that you notice it when you play against players that people can't handle the nerves. It's it's big money. It's it's best. It's at the end of the day, single elimination series. It's just totally different. I think that's the biggest thing. If you you were there the first couple of years, you've gotten the confidence that you can be there again. It's it's a lot tougher to beat you in the single elimination events. I I think that's what made John so good. <laughs> like back yeah, in there, exactly. like, there was something about John Wayne. No, there, there, let's not John. Okay. Uh, there, there's there's no way, there's no way John was one of the like most skillful guys, right? No, but I, just... I used to I used to harp on him all the time. Man. Yeah, he exactly. The most but skilled, he, but... he was. He was the best on LAN, especially, and especially mm-hmm. when the stakes were big. His gameplay yep. really worked for that. It's it was wild to watch. He was he was going to always be one of the most fun players to watch with that because I remember I would tell him all the time, I'm like, I don't know how you're gonna do it. And the second he gets to a LAN, it's like it's just ice in the veins. There's something about Dude, it. I he don't know. he would go out and drink the night before. <laughs> I remember I remember we were in Detroit. This is the first time I ever met him. And we're playing a LAN and I show up and stroll in and I'm like, Oh, I get to meet John Wayne finally. He comes in, he just reeks of booze. I'm like, dude, there, <laughs> There's no way this guy's gonna win today. He just goes and wins the whole thing. He beats like, HK and, and yeah, beats else. HK. Just and no big deal. Eki and John's our, you know, he's our friend. And I know, like, some people would get like really sad. I think you have a good personality where you're just like, whatever. Like, I don't even care. Do you get? Do you ever get sick of his stupid? I'm, I'm sending him back across the pond. He fires up the stream at 3 a.m. and he's watching his highlights from six years ago. <laughs> like, it's yes, I, I, I've got that super annoyed because I don't know what. <laughs> like when I when I when I met the guy 18, 19, I loved him. Like he was he was totally great. He was like awesome. And then the couple of years he's gone nuts. I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, he, if it makes you feel any better, he does like random things. Like he says about me too. It's just like random. I don't I don't he's get a, it either. He's an interesting fellow. He's yeah. an interesting fellow. But um, yeah. You oh yeah. No. One thing I wanted to. Oh, you were about to say something. I yeah, I, I was about to say on land. Like uh, th- that's one thing I've always felt like. Like land gameplay is totally different to online gameplay. So. Especially like guys like John Wayne or even myself are, are super good at LAN because the gameplay is just slower. So the the patient kind of slow gameplay works a lot better at LAN than it actually does online. That's my number one goal every year in every tournament. Just get to the LAN and you probably have a good chance to win it. Yeah, just get to the dance. That's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, one thing I asked, or we asked Recky, and I wanted to ask you. Rex. So you we, did the Recky or, thing, yeah, too, Rex. Oh, which God, is so yeah, hard Rex. to call as a commentator, by the yeah. way. I hate when you two are on the same thing. The amount yeah. of times I want to say uh, Recky. So, so one thing we asked Regs, um, and I want to ask you. Uh, so we've watched your stuff like the last like what five or six years. It's it's been now. Uh, it's been really interesting watching you. Like you, your personalities like shown so much more. I think the past couple years, you're hilarious. Uh, some of the stuff you post on YouTube, like you have, you're like teaching your girlfriend how to play NHL. Um, so the question is, there's going to come a point, uh, maybe next year, maybe five years from now, you're not going to be as good as you are now. Uh, it seems like you're positioning yourself more for like that content creation career. Is that your plan post-competitive NHL or is there anything else in your mind? What are your plans when 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 the skill's not there anymore? Uh, that's a great question. I've, I've I've thought about it kind of a lot, but uh, yeah, at the same time, I'm just focusing on focusing on <laughs> still being at the top. And at the same time, I, I I know NHL isn't a big game. Content creation is very important, so I'm trying to focus on that more and more. And yeah, you're cr- the- I mean, I think you're crushing it. You're almost at what like thirty thousand YouTube subscribers now. So yeah, I think I think the subs overall. Or like the viewers overall still need to be a bit higher for me to like totally do content full time. But it's yeah. it's it's very close. So that would like that would be my dream where I could just do content and all the gaming the gaming stuff would be at the side where I would have no pressure to compete in tournaments. So that's kind of where I want to get to at the at the end of the day. And it's like year by year we're getting or, or like I'm getting closer. But yeah, at the same time like. I think about it a lot, but I don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I get it. Because you're still like, I mean, you're still clearly the best EU player. So it's like not there yet. So it's not something you have to worry about. But I do like how you mix, you mix in like fun stuff too. Like it's not strictly like I'm somebody that posts like gameplay tips and that's it. Mm. You actually have like cool ideas and like creative like videos and stuff. So I I respect it a lot. Yeah, I I like your road to the GWC videos. I mean, I will, I'm not going to lie. I might be watching a little bit too, just to hear you say Mac David. I mean, I think I think if I was single and I had your accent and I could be Amer- I could I could be like the biggest wheel ever at a bar. With <laughs> I mean that that accent's unreal. I I love it because I I'll do it when I see. I'm like, what a goal by Mac David. I love I love the way you say it. It's the best. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give you props for the content, by the way, man. So. I'm someone who pays attention to everyone. I don't like watching YouTube videos. It's something I've never done just because I think that as a YouTuber, if you watch other people's YouTube videos, even if you don't mean to, you can like subconsciously, you know, take ideas or start doing mannerisms and things other creators are doing. So I try to stay away from YouTube. But man, your TikTok, when I saw your TikToks with the controller, that was one of the first times in like a year or so that I've seen someone post something where I'm like, man. I missed out. That was not. That was not. Because like I take, I take pride in like in in trying to be not ahead of everyone, but like do stuff and keep changing and doing stuff that I'm doing to try and be like the first to do stuff. Because I feel like that's important in a small a small player base. But man, I think that you're gonna be huge on TikTok. And it, what was? Why did you start doing that? Uh, that's that's a great question. I honestly, I, I I hate TikTok myself. I hate. I so do I, 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 man. I hate making TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, I, hate yeah I think it takes. A, it, it's it's like just 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 the feeling I get from watching like TikToks like this. I I, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like it it came more actually from ends the organization I represent. Like why why don't I saw you do, do a promotion? T- like they were promoting it. Yeah, so I was like, 
Yeah, so like I was thinking, like they were thinking, why don't I do TikTok? And then at the same time, I know TikTok is a super big place. I just mm-hmm. haven't liked it myself. That's why I was so late to TikTok. But the views I'm getting there now, like it's it's, it's a match, great. man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where. Like it's better than every other platform for that. Is yeah, it as big exactly. in Finland as it is here? Like I'm, it I'm is. assuming it, it is. Okay. It's massive. Every, everybody uses it, and yeah, it, like. As a content creator, TikTok is kind of kind of the dream because the clips are like the easiest thing ever to do to yeah. TikTok. Like YouTube video takes ten times the effort that TikTok does. So, are they banning it in any places? Because I know, like in America, they're starting to ban it, like in certain states. And I don't know if if that's happening over there at all. I'm, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I haven't heard about it. Yeah, okay. certain states, it's crazy over here it's right now. They're banning it in the U.S. Yeah, in certain. There's states. been a lot of talks of it. Yeah, a lot of talks. Okay. Of it. Uh, all right, yo, yo, last question before we get you out of here, all right? Um, okay, if you had to tell someone you had to make one team of the year, it doesn't matter what it is, what team of the year are you telling people to make? McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon. <laughs> it, it depends if you have McDavid. If if you don't have X-Factor McDavid, then do McDavid. Everybody needs to have some sort of version of McDavid in their team, best card. Mm-hmm. But You're saying if but, they don't have the X-Factor McDavid, you need yes. to make 40 up to – okay. Yes, okay. they need to. They need to make that team of tier. What, what about if you keep re-rolling the X factors to try to get McDavid at the next few weeks, you know, months, and what, mm-hmm. and then you get him and maybe use his eighty-nine prime? I'm just making up something. You know what I mean? Because all of his yeah. cards are kind of good. I use his base card still because I haven't had the luck of getting his X. You know what I mean? Actually, 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 you could you could do that as well. Okay. But just the couple games I tried with McKinnon, I think is unbelievable. You can play whatever way you want with him. You can put wheels on him. He Elliot just he can be this fast ballerina guy going everywhere, or then he can. Then you can put cold unstoppable force on him. You can't get the puck away from him. He's still fast, and he has truculence for some reason. Dude. My my favorite. <laughs> when I saw that, I I started chuckling myself when I did the yeah. Zegers stream. I saw like because I they showed he showed us at all at the same time, so I'd never seen the card. Yeah. I saw the truck. And I, just, yeah. I was like, oh my god, what are they doing here? Yeah, I don't I don't understand why they gave McKinnon uh, truculence. Do you that, activate that, that weird, on him? But... Do you think? Do you what is the what? Okay, sorry. Last question. Yeah. <laughs> what is the most important ability in the game? Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, multiple ones. Most important. Give us one or two. Give, give us a couple. Yeah. Your <sighs> favorite ones. Stick okay. Up. Well, a couple. Yeah, stick them up is great. Truculence, like I said. Close quarters is absolutely awesome. Uh, wheels, especially gold wheels. Uh, you can't have them many in your team, but one gold wheels in your team is, yeah. is pretty must, in my opinion. Then I feel like I'm forgetting something. The shooting, force? yeah, unstoppable force is great. The We're on the same page. That's just the skating ones. Well, yeah. one more question for me though. Sorry, <laughs> no, you, no, go ahead. I was about to ask you. I guess do you anyways. watch? Uh, do you watch any North American people stream? Like I know, like sleeves, because mm-hmm. I, I, the time zone difference. Do you, I, you know, how does that work for you? Because sometimes I'll catch you. I'll be like up real late, and I'll be like, oh, Eki's live, like really late. But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Or it's like the morning here. Yeah. So do you catch any guys, or do you ever watch any? Like, well, I usually stream earlier in the day. Uh, like finish time, it's very late for you. So usually there's no one else streaming at that time. So when it's later at night, I'm at home. I might open a sleep stream. Or, hey, or let's go. Like that, but <laughs> cool. I'm, I mostly like to watch, like if Gren and Polx play. There's yeah. there's a couple shoutouts. Like other competitive players, especially in North America, because you guys play. I feel like a lot different. So it's kind of nice to see what you guys. It is always what fun your top players are doing. 
Yeah. yeah. It's always fun. The true the student of the game over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we want, I want to thank you for, for hopping on and talking uh, GWC and NHL 23 as a whole, man. And uh, I hope you come, I hope you, I hope you'll come back again as uh, we start to talk a little more, a uh, bunch more people leading up to the uh, world championship, my man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.